In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, God is one. In the Orthodox Church, it is customary on the day following the great feasts of the Lord and Holy Theotokos to remember those saints who participated directly in the sacred events. So on the day following the Theophany of the Lord, the Church honors the one who participated directly in the baptism of Christ. If we consider the words of the gospel lived through the ages of time, for us Orthodox Christians, the greatest men and women, the people who lived and walked on this earth are the saints of the church. Of all the saints, our Lord and God and Savior Jesus Christ named the greatest among those born of women and the one who is more than a prophet as we read in Luke 7, 26 to 28. Yesterday, we celebrated the baptism of our Lord Jesus Christ in the River Jordan. Today, we celebrate the one who is worthy to baptize the Son of God. That is the Saint John the Baptist, the prophet, the forerunner, and the martyr. Yesterday, we glorified our Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, who asked to be baptized by his servant. Today, we honor the faithful servant, the holy prophet John, the counselor of the light, the, fried, the friend of the bridegroom, the one who touched the master's head with his hand, the master, our master, who built the heavens and the earth. Yesterday, feast was big. Today is not small either. Yesterday, we honor the master. Today, we praise the servant of the master. Yesterday, we glorified the Holy Trinity in one being who appeared at the River Jordan. Today, we praise St. John the Baptist, who confirmed and worshipped the Most Holy Trinity. He heard the voice of God the Father in a cloud. He baptized Son the God in the Jordan, and he saw God the Holy Spirit in the form of a dove, sitting above the God the Son. So much the Orthodox Church loves and venerates Saint John the Baptist, that during the ecclesiastical year, who begins in September, we celebrate and commemorate six feast day, days dedicated to him. On September 23rd, the conception of the Holy Prophet John. January the 7th, which is today, the synaxis of the Holy Prophet John the Baptist. February 24th, first and second finding of the head of the Holy Prophet, John. May 25th, third finding of the head of the Holy Prophet, John the Baptist. June to 24th, the birth of the Holy Prophet, John the Baptist. And August 29th, the beheading of the Holy Prophet, John the Baptist, while the church observes a strict fast day. We can only think and wonder how great St. John the Baptist is before our Lord Jesus Christ. Is there, any other humor, is, there, is there another human being that fasted more than he fasted in wilderness? Is there another human being who preached the repentance of sins to and for the people more than he did in the desert? Is there another human being who confessed and confirmed Christ before all the world with boldness and power than St. John the Baptist? Maybe just one. And that is our most holy Theotokos, our most holy mother. 
It is appropriate to honor with praises today, St. John the Baptist, the voice of the one crying in the wilderness, as the Holy Prophet Isaiah said. But to better understand the mission that St. John the Baptist, Baptist fulfilled on earth, we will briefly recall his life and effort. St. John was born in the city of Ain Karim in Palestine, and his parents were the priest Zachariah and his wife Elizabeth. Zachariah was a priest of the old law from the tribe of Abijah, and his wife was from the tribe of Aaron, and they are related to the holy parents, Joachim and Anna, the parents of the mother of the Lord. They pray with humility to God to be blessed with an offspring. While Zachariah was serving in the temple, the archangel Gabriel announced to him that his wife Elizabeth in old age will give birth to a son and his name will be John, Johanna, which means God is grace or God is mercy. Because Zachariah doubted this miracle, he remained mute. He could not speak until Elizabeth, his wife, gave birth. Their joy for having a son at old age did not last long. For King Herod, hearing the birth of Christ and fearing for his throne of the kingdom, began a severe persecution and mass murder of all the male children aged two and under from Bethlehem and surrounding areas. The righteous Joseph took Virgin Mary and Jesus the child and fled to, fled to Egypt, while Elizabeth took John, who's, who was only six months older than our Lord, and fled to the mountains of Judea. Zachariah the priest, John's father, was killed between the altar and the temple, according to our Lord Jesus Christ. He was killed in the house of the Lord, protecting, protecting, protecting his son from Herod's wrath. While his mother died soon of old age, leaving John alone as a hermit in the wilderness in the mountains of Judea for more than 20 years. In those mountains, he prayed day and night. He fed on locusts and wild honey. He never ate bread, never drank wine, and clothed himself in a garment of camel hair. Even before his birth, John was chosen by God and announced by the prophets of the Old Testament. From a young age, he learned how to suffer, how to live in, hidden in the mountains, in silence, in fasting, and in solitude, without the parents, without proper clothing, and without all the commodities of a normal life. The wilderness and the mountains of Judea were the high school of his spiritual formation. He learned there and trained there to be the prophet, the forerunner, the baptizer of Christ, the preacher of repentance of sins to the Jewish nation. No teacher or school can prepare the saints of God better than a life in a desert, spent in fasting, in prayer, in solitude, and in virginity. Nothing and no one can help and enlighten those chosen by God better than the grace of, Holy, the, grace of the Holy Spirit and their efforts spent in ceaseless prayer. Only our most holy Theotokos, the Virgin Mary, had a similar preparation because she spent 12 years in the temple in Jerusalem. She acquired the same virtues to be found worthy to receive and give birth to Christ, the Savior of our souls. 
The churches, therefore, and the monasteries of the desert are the highest schools for the formation of the soul of the saints. At the age of 30, John came out from the mountains of Judea and it's sent by the Holy Spirit in the desert of Jordan, close to the Dead Sea. He came here to preach the baptism of repentance of sins to the Jewish people, to baptize them with water and to prepare them to receive and to believe in Messiah, the Christ. St. John is the forerunner of Christ because he opens the way that our Lord Jesus Christ himself will strengthen the way of moral and spiritual correction through the repentance of sins. About seven centuries, 700 years before Christ, the prophet Isaiah prophesied not only the coming of Messiah, but also the appearance of John, saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight the path of our God. Isaiah 4 and 3. And 400 years before Christ, another pro prophet, Malachi, says, Behold, I send my messenger and shall prepare the way before me, as we read in Malachi 3 and 1. His sermons in the wilderness of Jordan shows it abundantly. Brood of vipers who warn you to flee from the rot to come, therefore bear fruits worthy of repentance. And even now the axe is laid to the roots of the trees. For every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Matthew 3, 7 and 10. This is why St. John practiced at River Jordan a baptism of repentance, a foreshadowing of what Christ will later institute as the sacraments of the holy baptism and holy confession. As we read in Mark 1, 4 and 5, John came baptizing in the wilderness and preaching a baptism of repentance for the remissions of sins. Then all the land of Judea and those from Jerusalem went out to him and were all baptized by him in the Jordan River, confessing their sins. St. John is also a prophet, even more than a prophet, as our Lord Jesus Christ says about him in Matthew 11 to 9. But what did you go out and see? A prophet, yes, I say to you, even more than a prophet. St. John is considered by the Orthodox Church the last of the prophets of the Old Testament and the first preachers of the Messiah, Christ. He was the epilogue of the Old Testament and he's the prologue of the New. He was the boundary between the two Testaments, the mediator of the Old and the New Law of God. He is the greatest of the old prophets because not only he prophesied about what will happen with the Jewish people and Messiah the Christ into the near or distant future, but even during his lifetime, he saw that prophecy fulfilled. This is more than a prophecy. This is a testimony. He shown and confessed Christ to the whole world by saying, there comes one after me who is mightier, mightier, mightier than I whose sandal strap I'm not worthy to stoop down and loose. I indeed baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit, as we read in Mark 1 to 7. At the time of the meeting at Jordan between him and Christ, he will testify to the whole world and to us by saying, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said after me, Came the man with ranks before me, for he was before me, John 1, 29 and 30. 
which Father Emmanuel just read today. St. John is also the Baptist of the Lord because he will be worthy to baptize Christ in the Jordan. Yet in Matthew 3, 14 to 15, we read, and John tried to prevent him saying, I need to be baptized by you and you are coming to me. But Jesus answered and said to him, permit it to be so now for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. Through these words, the great love of God is practically shown because he is the one who humbles himself and initiates recon reconciliation with us, showing to all the world his willingness to re-enter the communion with man, his fallen creation. St. John the Baptist confessed the Holy Trinity by hearing the voice of the Father, by speaking with and baptizing the Son, God the Son, and seeing with his human eyes the God, the Holy Spirit, descending and confirming God the Son incarnate, as the same happened to Abraham receiving the visit of the Holy Trinity in the form of the three angels at the Oak of Mamre. He is among the first to speak clearly about the Holy Spirit, on whom you will see the Holy Spirit descending. He is, until St. John, there was no much talk about the Holy Spirit. St. John died a martyr death. He is the martyr of the moral law of God. As an angel in a human body, as we often see him in, uh, uh, pictured in uh, Orthodox icons, he had the courage to reprove with loud voice the sins and hypocrisies of the teachers of the law and even of King Herod Antipas, the ruler of Galilee in the Roman Empire uh, occupation who had imprisoned John because he had publicly reproved him for divorcing his first wife and unlawfully taking his sister-in-law, his brother's wife, as his second wife, Herodias. After he spent over a year in King's prison, Herodias, who hated John, hated John so much, found an opportunity to ask St. John's beheading at Herod's birthday party. When her daughter Salome danced, tempted the king so much that he promised her to give her anything she will ask for. At the advice of her mother, she asked for the head of the Saint John the Baptist on the tray. Herod gave the head of the saint for the body of the harlot. The Christian Orthodox Church observed a very strict fast on August 29th at the commemoration of the beheading of Saint John the Baptist Similar as on the Good Friday of the Lent, Christians are advised not to drink or eat anything until sunset if they can do so. What is the message that St. John Forerunner, the prophet and the Baptist, sent to us the Orthodox Christians of 2024? Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 3 and 2. If you are thinking of becoming Orthodox and already or already are a catechumen, Please come forward and receive with clear conscience the holy baptism and the chrismation of our Lord and God and Savior Jesus Christ, the one who will baptize you with water and the Holy Spirit, knowing that the ancestral sin and all of the sins you have committed up to that, up to that moment will, in that day will be forgiven. So you can start a new life in Christ, protected by the gift and seal of the Holy Spirit.
if you already are a baptized Orthodox Christian of St. Aidan's Orthodox Church here in Manchester, there are three commandments to remember St. John the Baptist by. The first one is repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Please come to the Holy Confession and to the Holy Communion to live a full life in Christ. The second commandment, bear fruits worthy of repentance, Matthew 3 and 8. Do good in your life and let your good works, not your words, speak. And the last commandment, who has two tunics, let him give to him who has none. And he who has food, let him, to do, let, let him do likewise, Luke 3.11. So help us God. And so we ascribe as is just we do, almighty majesty, dominion, power, and praise to God the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto the ages of ages. Amen. Amen.